Hey, y'all, just a quick heads up. The episode you're about to listen to is eight to 10 years old. Now, these episodes were intended to be evergreen, and I still believe there's a lot of good information in these early episodes, but I do want to let you know that some of my ideas have evolved over time. Times have changed since we made these episodes, and ultimately, I'd like to think I've grown a lot as an artist and a human and that these don't necessarily represent my best work or the best of the podcast. If you're new around here, I suggest starting with the most recent episode or at least go back to around 300 and move forward from there. Enjoy the episode. Our motivation is destroyed by the confusion of really misunderstanding where it is we are. And when we misunderstand the season that we're in, we're never gonna get the most from it. Hey everybody, this is the Creative Pep Talk Podcast. This show is about commercial art, finding the balance between thriving financially and creative fulfillment. I'm your host, Andy J. Miller. Illustration Age is our proud syndicate. You can find this show at illustrationage.com slash creativepeptalk or on SoundCloud or iTunes. Okay, let's get to the show. Can you imagine how confusing and frustrated a farmer would be who didn't understand seasons like can you imagine how much confusion that would bring if you were a farmer and you didn't understand that the world had this rhythm and that your career had to revolve around these different seasons that you needed to adhere to you couldn't just harvest when you felt like it right You couldn't focus on growth when it was time to plant new seeds. And I think so often, our career follows these specific rhythms and that actually our motivation is destroyed by the confusion of really misunderstanding where it is we are. And when we misunderstand the season that we're in, we're never gonna get the most from it. So today on the episode, what I wanna talk about is this idea that there's a rhythm and a cycle to to the new ideas that we have, to the bigger arc of our career, that there's a certain time and season for each little thing that we're looking for and that when we don't understand this and we're watching all these other people online and we're seeing what they're doing and it confuses us because we look online and we see this guy down the road, he's harvesting and it looks amazing. Or we look down to the other side and we see this person and they're starting something fresh, but we're in the growing season, right? And so for me, nothing kills your motivation like really having a lack of clarity of what you're supposed to be focusing on. And if you're not really clear about what you need to be doing, the work that you should be getting your you know, head down and focusing your energy on, nothing is a career killer like that. And so today on the episode, we're going to talk about the different seasons of your career and the different seasons of an idea and how to be true to them and maximize that season that you're in right now. 
Something that is actually really interesting that I see repeated often is this idea that, you know, what you're really pumped about, what you're super stoked about in your art right now, the money's not there. Like you might be super creatively fulfilled on this stuff that you're making today, but you have to go to a job. Or you might have been freelancing for an extended period of time, but the new stuff that you're pumped out of your mind about, nobody's paying you for that yet, right? And so the balance is out of whack. Or you might be super loaded, making crazy money. People are knocking down the door for this certain thing that you're doing, but you're just not feeling it anymore. It's not exciting anymore. And actually, this podcast is all about finding the balance between making money, making good money, and making great art. And is it possible to do that tightrope walk? Can you do both at the same time? And I would actually argue that it's maybe a little bit more nuanced than that because often as you go through the seasons, there are seasons that are really, really creatively fulfilling but not super lucrative. And then there are seasons when the money's starting to come but the work is not as exciting as it used to be. But it's important to understand where you are in each part because you have to make the money. But you also have to stay fresh and excited about what you're doing. And so it's as you go through these rhythms and you understand how this rhythm of business and art fluctuates throughout each season, you can actually find some peace of mind and some uh, joy in knowing that you are exactly where you need to be for each component and that when um, the business side is really booming and and you're making the good money but it's not as exciting anymore, you can think about how can I bring the, the balance back to the force? How can I find a way to make this more creatively fulfilling? And then as you're doing that, you can start getting new ideas about how to make money off this stuff that's exciting you now. And so I think there's a lot of uh, apathy and uh, kind of frustration uh, around misunderstanding this kind of natural way that your career ebbs and flows. So we got our first factor meals and I am pumped to tell you about them. First off, we absolutely loved them. Delicious chef's kiss for the chef crafted dietitian approved meals that come straight to your door. I can definitely see how when deadlines are out of control or you're in a super busy season, how factor meals can lighten your load while still giving you options like veggie, vegan, and even low calorie. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can even pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup. Head to factormeals.com slash peptalk50 and use code peptalk50 to get 50% off. That's code peptalk50 at factormeals.com slash peptalk50 to get 50% off. Number one, plant. So there were times, there have been plenty of times in my career where I just didn't want to get out of bed in the morning. There were plenty of times, especially when I was working a nine to five, when I just, you know, got that Sunday dread, 
you know, when Monday's around the corner and you're like, oh, no, anything but going back to this job. I'm sure lots of you can relate to that. I think one of the number one signs that you're in a planting season, that it's time to start thinking about new things, new ideas, new directions, is when you're feeling dread and apathy about your life and how you're spending your time. Now, I don't think that this means boredom. Boredom is another thing. We're going to get to that later, but I'm talking about dread and apathy. Like when you your skin crawls at the, the things that you have to do on a daily basis. And it can happen in freelance. There's There's been plenty of times when this thing that I cultivated and I was doing and I was excited about early on has lost its luster. I'm not into it anymore. It's not doing it for me. I think when you start to feel that pit of the stomach dread and apathy, that's a sign that you might be in a planting season. It might be time to start some new things. Another sign that you might run across is new opportunities. Just new things kind of bubbling to the surface, like people maybe asking you to do new things or things are happening in the industry that you'd never seen before. Or maybe you're just starting to get excited about something, some idea that won't go away. You know, I think... A really interesting way of weeding out ideas because for me, I have way more ideas than I know what to do with. And actually, I'm tempted to go into the planting season all the time, but it's not actually healthy to go into the planting season all the time. You know, when you need to be developing and growing things or harvesting things, you don't need to be starting 15 new things just because it feels exciting, right? So if you listen to the Tim Ferriss podcast with Seth Rogen and his writing partner, uh, they talk about how, you know, they're not obsessive about cataloging ideas because really the only ideas that they want to do and put their real attention on are to the ideas that don't go away, the ideas that keep bubbling back up to the surface. And I think one of the biggest signs that you are in a planting season is there's an idea that refuses to die, right? There's just something that you cannot stop thinking about for weeks or months at a time. It's not going anywhere and you need to start thinking about taking it seriously. This is my probably my favorite season, actually, is the, the new beginnings. I'm kind of addicted to it. Uh, I, I have um, kind of an obsession with starting new things. And actually, I've had to learn, I've had to learn firsthand when I'm actually in this season and when I'm not, because I'm tempted to go and do this season all the time when I need to be focusing on other things. Now, if you're in your career and you're thinking, all right, I... I think there are two major things, major problems that can be solved with um, a planting season. And one is you're not making enough money and you're not on a path that can take you to somewhere that you'll make enough money. On the flip side, you're really not creatively fulfilled anymore and you're super apathetic about the work that you're doing. When you find yourself in these places, it's often time to think about how could I start a new path? Where where could I go to solve these issues? And I think it's I think one thing that's really important to remember in this time is that the planting season, like it's not gonna solve these two problems overnight. 
There have been so many times in my life when I needed cash quickly uh, and I thought that if I started planting something, then I could harvest that really quickly. But I really believe that anything significant, anything legit in your art career is not going to happen overnight. You're not going to plant the seeds at, uh, to today and harvest them tomorrow. And so I think it's important to understand that this is a long cycle. So if you need cash today, you need to go get a job, right? Or you need to go sell some stuff right today. That's not like you're not going to, that's not the sign that you're in a planting season. That's the sign that you need to go get make some action go mow some lawns or something right like it, it it doesn't work that obviously but it's more like in a business cycle if you can see like we're generally not generating enough cash to really survive in the long game or we're not really we're surviving but we're not thriving then it's time to start thinking about what new crops could we plant that down the road are gonna make a giant difference. And that's different than, I freaking hate my job, I can't do it another day, or I'm going to just freak out. Like starting to plant some seeds that minute might not be the right solution. You might need to just get a new job. You might need to make something, do something a little bit more dramatic. Um, But at the same time, the pressure of needing money or the pressure of hating your job really can act as fuel in the next season of growing and the next season of trying to take this thing that you're planting and make it into something fantastic. And so when you're in the planting season, I think one of the things that's really important to focus on is your seed selection. Like, what are you going to plant? Don't just in a mad dash because you're sick of your job or you need money or you know whatever don't just in a mad dash plant the first thing that comes to mind like one of the things you need to think about you need to define the problem clearly like what is what is it i'm trying to solve with this next venture with this next season Like, what do I want to do? What am I actually trying to accomplish here? And really get clear, get clarity on the goals. Like, am I planting this to fix my cash problem? Or am I planting this because I need something super exciting and this thing, achieving this new thing is going to be so much more creatively fulfilling than all of the stuff that I've done so far. I think another thing to understand as you're planting is understand the magnitude of the journey. Understand that going through all the seasons, taking it to the end is actually going to be a lot harder than you think it's going to be. It's going to take longer. And so make sure that when you select the thing that you're going to spend all this time on, that it's going to be something that you can sustain excitement and motivation. You know, the way I look at it is, uh, if you're thinking about getting a tattoo, I suggest Get something that you'd been really excited about when you were six six years old that you'd also be super excited about right now because you're likely to stay excited about that thing. And so when you're thinking about starting something new or going down a new career path, I think you need to lean towards something that would have excited you 10 years ago 
but also excites you now because you need the fuel. It needs to be a deep-seated, that was a weird pun that wasn't supposed to be a pun. It needs to be a deep-seated passion or desire that's going to sustain you through the parts of the journey that are not exciting or fun. And so you need to get really, really clear about why are you doing this? What problem are you trying to solve? And be, and be as clear as you can that this is the way to solve these problems. Because in this time, the, the, the time spent early on defining the problem is a make or break for all of the rest of the journey. And if you do this part wrong, you're going to run into all kinds of different problems down the road. Number two, grow. The growing season for me is really challenging. Like I get really bored when it's time to just develop something because I want to run to the finish line. I don't like the middle. The middle is a tough place to be. The middle is the place where you lose your motivation. And so if you are on a path, you've already started something new, but you haven't reaped any of the benefits of this new idea or new passion or new interest, you might just be in the growth season. This is the season where you need to water the plants, where you need to weed the garden. Like, it's not the most fun, right? Like, this thing was fueled by the excitement of starting something new and then reaping the benefits. But this is the part of the journey where you're not doing either of those things. You're just doing the hard work. And so if you're bored and there's no reward and it's a that's another cool rhyme <laughs> sometimes i sound like a southern baptist preacher or something if you're bored and there's no reward then you might be in the right place <laughs> uh, <laughs> gosh uh, but if you're you know if you're just you're just doing the work you're just focusing on the thing that you've started and there's it's just it's lost the pure excitement of the new it's a it's lost the pure excitement of you know getting fresh emails people knocking down the door if you don't have either of those things you're probably in a growth season and in this season it's really easy to get distracted it's really easy to want to start something new or go back to the thing that was giving you reward because there's just no thanks in this season and so if you're in this place where you're feeling bored and you're kind of sick of it, you might just be in the growth season. This is where you've got to let that passion really fuel the hard work, the stuff that's done behind scenes, the, the stuff that's done where nobody's celebrating the victory. This stuff is fueled by the why. And so you, this is why it's so important in the, plant, in, the, in the planting season to get really, really clear about why you're doing this because that why will help you, will be a great reminder when it's just time to get up early in the morning and water the crops. There's not going to be any eating of the crops. There's not going to be any planting. There's not the fun of, you know, thinking about what am I going to plant today, right? There's none of that. It's just the discipline. And nothing matters more than the growth season. You've got to be diligent. It's like this is your rocky, you know, the thing is, here's the thing. The growth season is so boring, right, that in movies, 
they I think it's called a montage. They just do the I don't know why the, that word's kind of escaping me, but I think it's a montage where they just speed up the growth season, right? When you're watching Rocky and he's training for the big fight, he does the training in like 30 seconds, but the if we sh- if we looked at the real journey, the bulk of the movie would be the growth season, but it's the boring season. It's the season we want to skip. But if you skip the the development of this new thing, the reward will be minuscule, right? So you've got to stay motivated by picking the right thing, the thing that you're that that has a real clear deep-seated desire, and then when you're on that path, you have to keep your eye on the prize, keep your eye on why you're doing this and and remember what got you excited about this thing at the beginning. And also understand that there's an element of it that's boring. And when I think there's a piece that comes when you think, okay, I'm not, I'm suffering in this specific way, but I totally understand why. And when you totally understand why this thing is bringing me boredom or pain, but I understand why that gives it meaning. And all of a sudden we don't have to run from it. And so I think there have been plenty of times when I'm in this season, you know, I've, I've started a new book uh, and I'm just doing the busy work of getting it um, moving and, and, and doing the hard work of actually making the thing. And it really helps me to step back and remember what inspired me and go, and go back to what was inspiring about this. You know, what thing in, inspired me to do this initially and go back and you know, watch that thing or experience that thing again and be like, oh yeah, this is why I'm excited about this creative work. And I think it's so important when you're in this season to keep that fresh in your mind. Signs that you're in the harvest season. Number three is harvest. If you're in the harvest season, people are emailing you, they're calling you, they're knocking on your door, and there's usually money involved. This is usually where the money gets involved and people are willing to pay you for that thing that you've been growing in secret on the back burner, right? So the harvest season happens when money shows up for the most part or people start asking you to do this thing that you've been practicing and doing on your own uh, for them, for their company, for the, for themselves. And the harvest season is really interesting because um, everything you've done up to this point, you know, when you came up with a new project idea and you came up with a new uh, niche that you wanted to head down or a new career path or you wanted to start doing lettering or editorial work or you wanted, you wanted to start something new, you started planting that new thing and then you were developing it. You, you know, you did a personal project and every day for a year you were doing a new editorial illustration and you grew the thing, right? And everything was leading up to the reward, the opportunities. Now, this is where it gets a little bit tricky. And it's actually something I want to go back to uh, number two, the growth season, because one of the things that happens in the harvest that is unexpected is that sometimes this thing that you've been working for, you've been working so long for it that you've lost your interest a little bit that it became a little stale. By the time it's time to harvest, to reap the benefit of all the work you've done, your interest sometimes is already 
peaked at something else. Like you're already excited about planting something else. And this is a major red flag for me and it has been in my own life. The weirdest thing is that that thing that we've been working on for so long, by the time we're at the finish line, the finish line is a little bit less exciting as it initially was, right? And that can be really confusing. And it can be a season where you can self-sabotage because you've lost the motivation. And again, this is why it's so important to pick the right thing in the beginning so that it's challenging enough to where when you get to the harvest, the excitement of not knowing whether you are going to get there is something that's going to sustain you to the end, right? It's really, really important that you pick something challenging enough that keeps you interested in this game all the way to reaping the harvest because you don't want to get so bored that by the time you're crossing the finish line, you couldn't care less. As a side note, this is why when you look back on the growth season, you often look at it through what the British would call rose-tinted spectacles right? You often look back on the journey, the part that you thought was boring or hard or challenging because it was new. And you look back and you think that was actually really fun. That was actually really enjoyable. And I think it's really important to, to own this feeling that you have in the harvest time and remember that it's not all about the reward and that it's really, really important to enjoy the journey. Like there are times when I look back at my early career when we were like struggling uh, and, we, and we didn't know where the money was coming and how, what the next season was going to be. And there was actually a thrill to that, that if I would have had the confidence and the faith to believe that that was all happening at the right time and if I would have enjoyed If I would have known, all right, I'm in the planting season or I'm in the growth season, and if I would have known that I was in those places, I could have taken more joy and really enjoyed the journey because the truth is all of the joy is not in the reward. It's not just in the harvest. And a lot of times the joy comes way before the harvest. And I think it's interesting to note that. And the reason why I think it's important, the most important reason is that when you're at the finish line, it's super important to remember that you've worked really, really hard for this thing and to finish strong, right? Like don't get so tired and distracted and excited about something new in the harvest season when you need to be staying true to the path, right? For me, the thing that happens often when it's time to like reap the benefit of this work that I've been doing, I get so sick of thinking about this that I want to go start something new before I've even finished this race. I want to start cycling before I've finished this marathon. And that's how you self-sabotage. And that's how you end up never getting anywhere. And that's how you can see how important it is to understand where you are in this process. Because right now, I'm, and I think this happens in big ways, like, you know, you might every 10 years 
go through this full process. But then in smaller ways, in the job that you're currently in, this process is happening over and over. And so right now, I'm currently in a harvesting season on something that I've been working for for three years. But I'm in a planting season on some new things that are just starting to happen. And there's in me, there's a confusion and there's a tug of war that's happening that's saying, you know that thing you've been working for for years? You're not as excited about it as you are this new thing. Maybe you just need to drop that old thing. But that is the self-sabotage that means that you never actually reap the benefits and you end up dropping things and quitting three feet from gold is what Napoleon Hill would say. He was a author of Think and Grow Rich, uh, which was an old uh, business book. And he talks about, we've talked about it on the podcast before, the, the gold miner that just slightly got the calculations wrong and quit digging packed the whole thing up three feet from the gold. And I've seen so many people that through the planting season and the growing season get so sick of it that they they stop right before the finish line. And if you can just remember, I'm in that last season, I need to push and I need to make sure that I go strong on the last leg of the race. If you can remember that and finish strong, you're going to build a real foundation of either financial or uh, credibility in your career that's going to link to the new things that you're doing. It's gonna directly result in being able to do that new stuff that you wanna do next season. And so I think it's super important in this zone not to self-sabotage, finish strong, do the work, and stay true to this thing that you've been working so hard for. And actually, I think, again, I go back to how important it is at the beginning to get really, really clear about the crops that you're planting because every crop, we're really digging super deep into this into this analogy today. Uh, every crop has a different purpose. Like this one might be a luxury crop. It's like really, really creative, fully fulfilling. Or this one might be your cash cow crop that this is the thing that's going to generate cash nonstop. Or this one's going to uh, sell little pieces all the time. And this one over here, we're just going to sell one big chunk like two or three times a year. But it's really, really important that at the beginning, you get super clear about what crop you're planting and get really clear because you know, Jim Kudal did a creative mornings talk. It's really good. I have a link on the uh, SoundCloud page. He talks about it's really, really important to set off on a journey that by the time you reach that goal, you're still excited about it. And that comes from making sure that when you come up with this idea that you're, you're setting a challenging enough goal that that you're not sure you're going to be able to attain so that by the time you're in the harvest season, you're excited and you're, you're, you're celebrating, right? Uh, Jim Kudal says that uh, it's important not to plan goals, five-year goals for who you are now, but who you think you'll be in five years. And that all comes back to the seed selection, back to the planning phase of, planting something that's going to stretch you, that's going to excite you, that you're not sure if you can even achieve because then by the time you're in the harvest season, it's still exciting and motivating. And for me, this last kind of harvest thing, even though I'm feeling a little bit of that self-sabotage disinterest, I've never been 
as sustained as I has, have been in this last kind of endeavor, creative endeavor that I've been doing because I'm in a harvest that I didn't know would ever really come. I wasn't sure. I was always kind of questioning whether I was really capable to do this. And and for me, that's kept it interesting and it makes it so much more, the, the triumph is so much sweeter and it makes it so much more easy to do the hard work. The last season is rest. And I think this comes about when you're on a path that you just despise, that you never want to see. There's no redeeming quality or or it's not making a cent. It's t- the money's gone. The, the, the time has passed, right? And this is the rest season. This is number four. Now, I again, I don't know a lot about agriculture, but I do know that you can't plant the same crop year after year after year after year after year because each crop takes different things from the soil and eventually that soil is dead and doesn't have the nutrients it needs to sustain that same crop. And so you'll see a lot of farmers, you know, have a cycle of they plant corn for several years and then they plant tomatoes for several years and then they go back to corn. I don't know. It's something like that where they have to switch it up all the time because the the you need to give the soil time to kind of rest and build back up and uh, and get more plentiful in those specific nutrients they need for those crops, right? So I th- there's a time that comes after you've really milked this thing creatively and financially, and it's time to let it go. And in your career, it might be something you've been doing for 10 years, but you've lost the love completely or the market just isn't what it's used to be. And instead of hammering that thing and just being like, well, it's always the thing that I've done. I'm just going to keep doing it because that's the thing I know. If you're in a rest period, there comes a time when that thing that you made so much a part of your identity, you need to let go of it. You need to let the soil rest on that thing, right? And I think it's important to remember that in this time when you're just when this thing is dead to you that and you're thinking about starting a new planting season i think it's really important to a remember that rome wasn't built in the day and so when you've identified this thing as dead it doesn't mean that you can stop doing it overnight like if you're making your income and you're living on this thing it doesn't mean that you can just wake up the next day and be like that thing's dead i mean if you got a ton of savings you can do whatever you want but i think it's important to remember that if you're going to start a new journey that it is a long journey and remember how long it took you to get where you are now. I think it's also really important when you're in that dead season and you're sick of doing this stuff, remember that there was a time in your life where you would have killed to be where you are right now and allow that to give you some peace. Don't allow it to give you the kind of peace that makes you apathetic and makes you not think about starting new or getting fresh things happening, but allow it to give you a little bit of peace give and enough to finish doing the things that you need to do while you're growing those new things but i think there does come a time when there are things that you've always done that need to be over they need to be stopped 
And so if you're in that season, uh, be willing to move on. In my art career, almost nothing has been more valuable than having a clear understanding of seasons, understanding that you know, this isn't about instant gratification, that you can't just plant something this afternoon and harvest it in the morning. And I think for me, really identifying where I'm at with any given project or any given stage of my career, there's a real peace and productivity that comes with that. You know, there's a peace of mind uh, having that clarity and that lack of confusion. And it means that I'm not scrambling. It means I'm not looking at social media and thinking, oh, they're doing this thing. Maybe I need to be doing that or I'm running over here and doing that. And if you're doing that, you're never going to do anything significant enough to actually make some money on it or actually find some real creative fulfillment in it. There's a real peace to having a clear sense of where you are on this spectrum at this point and understanding that you're not always going to be in this season. Like, I don't think farmers are like getting, you know, pulling their hair out thinking in the planting season, thinking, ah, I just need to harvest this right now. Like they plant some corn the next day. They're like, is it ready? No, they understand it. There's a piece to that. And, and, and it's also, you know, kind of exciting knowing that, yeah, today they're out there planting the seeds, they're sowing the seeds, but there's going to come a time later that year where they're going to be harvesting and it's and there's some enjoyment and there's freshness to knowing that everything's going to evolve and it's not going to be the same thing all the time. I think there's also a real benefit to your productivity when you understand what you're supposed to be focused on right now, you can really get your head down and not get distracted by all of the other things that are trying to call you into their way. I think it's there's real productivity when it's when you know when you don't wake up and say what should I do today you know the farmer that you know gets up at 10 and thinks I've got a free day what should I do should I go harvest something no they know if they're in the growth season they have to wake up at 5 a.m. and they got to go water the plants and there's a certain way of doing it and when you understand that when you understand like I started this new project And right now, it's the time to be growing that thing. I need to be making work in that field right now, and I need to have the discipline to stay at it because that's the season I'm in. And when you have a clarity, you're so much more productive because you're not spending all that time every time thinking about what am I supposed to be doing? What should I be doing? And this is why I always push people into when they're trying to start some new avenue of their career to do it in a project because a project has these specific moments and seasons and it kind of unravels on this very uh, in, in its own way, it kind of rolls down the hill and you kind of just run with it. And it's better than just trying to randomly come up with stuff each day. And so I think there's a real peace and productivity to understanding where you're at. And so I encourage you to like look at these different components and identify um, the different areas of in your life where you're in different seasons because it doesn't happen in a nice real packaged way. There are certain components of your career that cycle every year. There are certain components that cycle over several weeks. There are certain components that cycle over 10 years. And I think it's important to kind of, you don't have to identify it like 
to a crazy degree where you know, okay, it's harvesting time in this thing. And in my editorial illustration is that, you know, like you don't have to be obsessive about it. It doesn't have to be this nailed down thing, but just get a sense about where you are in each thing and really own that moment and get the most out of it because that's going to be where the greatest reward is. That's where the most fulfillment and the most money is going to happen. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope this episode helps you find clarity and strategy for your creative career. Thanks to Yoni Wolf and the band Y for our theme music. I also want to thank the band Aninon for the song Cosmic Slop. We use that today from the freemusicarchive.org. Thanks to our proud syndicate, Illustration Age. If you love the show and it's helped you in any way, would you please consider reviewing it on iTunes? This is the number one way that other people find the show, and I super appreciate all of you who have already reviewed it. You guys have really touched me at the bottom of my heart with your lovely reviews. You can also financially support the show at patreon.com slash creative pep talk. Thank you guys so much for doing that. Even if you can just back this at $1 an episode, it is a game changer for me and it helps me spend more time focused on the show, which I love to do. Thank you guys so much. Thanks for listening. Creative success is all about staying motivated and being dedicated in the long game. So do whatever it takes to stay pepped up. Speak soon, fellas and fellows. Fellas sounds like it should be the feminine version of fellows. I don't know. Stay pepped up. <laughs> <laughs>